This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to an off-schedule special edition of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the editor-in-chief of Retail Insider, Craig Patterson, who had an interview with the lovely Lori Bacon earlier today, who's the president of Swimco. Now, we're currently recording on November the 27th, 2019, and for those of you that are unfamiliar with Swimco, it's a swimwear store whose mission it is to make every customer feel good half-naked. So, which is awesome for me because I'm heading off to Johannesburg in January and I definitely need a new pair of swimwear. So, (laughs) Craig, tell me a little bit about Swimco from your perspective and why we got in touch with them for an interview. Yeah, I mean, we've been following Swimco for a little while. It's a great retailer focusing primarily on swimwear and uh, we got the pleasure of being able to speak to uh, Lori Bacon. She's the owner, she's the president and she's the CEO and she's also the daughter of the founder. The company's about 45 years old, time time flies it's <laughs> and uh yeah yeah it was you know suggested that we speak to uh Lori about uh, you know the growth of her business and uh, she has a wonderful message uh, you know it is about you know being very welcoming it's a very country- customer centric environment uh, um you know I, it's just a wonderful story she's a wonderful person and uh, I just feel grateful that we had the opportunity to speak to her about uh, you know the past present and future of Swimco well and I wasn't involved with the interview itself it was just between the two of you but I was listening in to make sure all the technical components weren't flying off the rails since this is our first industry interview that we've been doing for the podcast and for those of you that have not done a podcast before we have a uh, virtual green room where you can talk with your guests before you actually hit the record button and so while Craig was wrapping up something I was chatting with Lori and the banter back and forth was just like a friend and genuine so like chatting about like what region of Calgary that they had offices and such because I'm from Calgary as well and looking back on it that friendship feeling like catching up like old friends totally makes sense to me because when you think about the Swimco customer these are people that are going to foreign countries to be half naked which especially in the North American culture where there's a lot of potential body image issues you got a lot of people coming into your store her store Swimco store that are on the verge of canceling their trip rather than actually going to somewhere that they have to be seen in public in a swimsuit so it's interesting listening to that whole interview and kind of following how they've as a family business connected with a lot of these customers to help them through that in a sincere, genuine way. So it doesn't surprise me that they're successful in how they're approaching things, especially since they're helping so many people through that journey of negative to positive. So, but anyway, so that whole customer journey was so inspiring for me that I'm really excited for people to listen to the interview itself. So Craig, why don't we just hop into it? Yeah, enjoy everyone. This is Craig Patterson. This is a special edition of the Retail Insider Podcast, and I'm joined today with the owner and president and CEO of Swim Retailer Swimco, Lori Bacon. Welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to speak to you again. We spoke a few years ago when you were entering the Ontario market. Uh, tell me a little bit about Swimco and how it got started. Well, we're coming up to our 45th year. Um in May, it will be 45 years since my mom first started a business out of her basement in Calgary. Really, it was started because I was swimming competitively uh, as a little girl and joined a swim team partway through the year. And I couldn't, you just couldn't buy swimwear very easily. And uh, so she didn't, I found out not that long ago that she felt so badly that I didn't match 
the swim team. I didn't have my little black and gold suit. I was in solid black and she felt so bad that I didn't match that she she sourced around to find a supplier that would send us a swimsuit. So in those days, it wasn't easy. You couldn't just go online and you, you know, it was an American supplier, but she did it. And what she stumbled upon was this void in the marketplace for team swimwear. It started as a hobby and my dad was coaching and she became the equipment manager for our team. And then other teams asked her to do it. And before you know it, uh, the rep said, you know, Corrine, you're spending so much time on this. Why don't you um, pay yourself, start a business and pay yourself, which is kind of ironic because when you start a business, you certainly don't pay yourself. <laughs> and um, so Swim Co. is for swimwear and Corrine, which is my mom's first name. So that's, that's how this little hobby started out of our basement with people coming to pick up orders for their swim teams and then swimmers would come. And of course myself and my brothers were just like, Oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. Our friends are coming to our house and try on swimwear in my brother's bedroom. And, and uh, so mom ultimately moved into um, a little small location, industrial location. And she'd have the coffee pot on every day and uh, equipment managers for swim teams would come and pick up their suits and have a chat and she got to know them and several of them are still friends of hers today so that's how we started in the in the team swimwear business my goodness and um, when did the retail expansion start in terms of actually opening stores we opened stores our first retail location in 1983 and uh, so at that stage what was sort of happening was was people would come in to pick up their team swimwear and then they go, oh, Kareen, I'm going to Hawaii and it's November. And how, where can I find a swimsuit? So she started getting into more what we would call fashion swimwear. And I joined her out of fresh out of university in 1981 and worked alongside her with uh, filling teams swimwear orders. Mm-hmm. And... Um, then uh, in 1983, we decided we would open a, a real retail location. That's excellent. And there's been a bit of an expansion since then because you moved into, what was it British yeah. Columbia after that as well? Yeah. we uh, So at that stage uh, in 1988, uh, I believe at that stage we had three Calgary locations. And um, in 1988, and so my brother by then had also joined us. So by then, was my, uh, my mom was still working with us and then my husband joined us. Um, uh, when he and he was the finance guy, so he finished university and joined us. And then my brother Steve joined us um, in about '86. In 1988, he wanted to move to Vancouver, so this was not a, a really brilliant. I mean, it was not a well thought out decision. It was just this <laughs> how we sort of did things. It was like, oh, Steve wants to move to Vancouver. Well, in that case, we'll have to open a store. So. <laughs> That's what we did on West Forth, and uh, uh, Steve, you know, sort of built the store and slept in the back of the store while he did the renovation, and uh, I remember the year well because it was, I was pregnant with our first son, who's now 31 years old, oh. and uh, as we set up the store to to open um, uh, in, this, in the spring uh, of 1988, so that's how we ended up in Vancouver. And, and, you know, we just sort of grew organically. We, 
we were not financed. Our our accountants always said, we, you know, you're not le- you're not leveraged. And we, we thought this is how we're just going to do it as we can. And and we just sort of looked for locations and assess a marketplace and and take it from there wherever we sort of felt like well let's give it a go that's excellent now you made an acquisition in um uh, was it the early 2000s that uh, 2011 actually yeah 2011 so at that stage we'd grown to 14 stores and we were just in alberta and bc um and um we had a uh, there was a company based out of Edmonton called Swimwear, etc. And we knew the people, they knew us, and, and we sort of had a friendly uh, arrangement or, or a, fan, a friendly relationship that uh, we, were so, we were not in each other's territory and we had the same inventory control system and we had, you know, there would be some times where we would just talk to them about similar issues and that kind of thing. So we had a, we would chat back and forth and they were, probably about 10 years older than us. And uh, they got to the stage where they wanted to retire. So we entered into conversations with them and ultimately ended up buying their stores. And so uh, we were actually 14, they were 11. And so overnight we became 25. And uh, so that was a big step for us, but it gave us stores in Edmonton that we wanted to uh, be in and also Saskatoon and Winnipeg. And um, Granville was one of theirs, um, and as was uh, out in Langley. So there was, it was quite complementary in terms of where their locations were to our location. Oh, that's great. And then um, we actually spoke, we did an article in Retail Insider, and I'm checking the date. It was November of 2016. So, uh, in fact, it was... Yeah. Almost a, yeah. oh, exactly are, three years ago, and yeah. Uh, it was yeah. We we ran the story on November 29th and had the conversation a couple of days before, so it's it's our anniversary. And um, it was yeah. to uh, mark the entry into Ontario. Tell me a little bit about how that's been going. Yes, so we are now up to five locations in Ontario. Um, we've we we have a master plan, and we sort of go with what's available when in what part of which mall. And and so it, we're in London, we're in Square One, we're in Lime Ridge and Hamilton. And this summer we opened in Upper Canada Mall um, and also in Barrie in, um, the, in the, the, um, the mall that's in there. And uh, so that's where we are uh, today. So we've, through the, the three years, we're, we've gradually added to our assortment of stores in Ontario. Excellent. What does uh, the future hold in terms of um, more stores? Is there, is there a growth plan in place uh, currently? Well, what we do, we're, the the, the um, mix of stores is always evolving as malls change and as as leases come up and as opportunities arise. So we're always sort of in a state of evolution because there's there's always something going on. There's either uh, a renovation happening or a new store opening or uh, in some cases, there's like Oak Ridge Mall is just going under, undergoing a huge renovation for three years, and we're just leaving it for three years and going back in once the chaos is done. So this is so, sort of this repertoire of, of different locations. Um, so we're constantly looking. It's, it's um, you know, we speak 
with our, our leasing agent on a regular basis. And for us, though, it's never been about saying, oh, we want 100 stores and, you know, uh, results be damned. We just need the number. We've always been more, I guess, methodical or uh, thinking, you know, how many do we actually need? And bigger isn't always better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the, the things that's really impacting, you know, how many stores do you need, of course, is uh, e-commerce. Because e-commerce gives you that flexibility to cover a lot of areas. That Do you need a store there or do you reach it by, you know, with, with your e-commerce store? So, um, so that is, that's, that's one of our major um, uh, parts of our growth strategy is uh, e-commerce. Excellent. When you're saying um, real estate representative, I know that uh, in our article you had that you were working with Northwest Atlantic, which had been acquired by JLL. Are you still working with uh, the same firm? Yes, with David Bishop. Yep. Excellent. JLL is a terrific firm (laughs) and they're growing very quickly in Canada now. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're a great partner. In terms of um, e-commerce, is there a, are you, do you know what the percentage of sales would be in e-commerce versus physical stores for Swimco? Well, I, I don't really want to say, but it's, it's really in its infancy for us. We see it, we see huge potential for it and it is growing. It's, it's our fastest growing store. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's just, we, there's such unlimited potential um, the big thing, of course, is, you know, and I learned this when we, we launched our website, oh, like now, how many years ago is it? Four or five years ago, four years ago. And think, you think, oh, finally it's done. And then, oh, the, how naive was that? It is constantly <laughs> changing technology. Like the, you know, just, there's, it's always being upgraded. It's, there's always something. And then of course there's always glitches. Uh, and, and as they work out bugs and and all that kind of thing, so it's not necessarily an easy business, but it's uh, a very important business. Excellent. I'm having a look at the website now, and it looks terrific. Uh, if anyone wants to look, it's uh, to get the URL. It's swimco.com. So <laughs> yeah, having, yeah. I look at the website here, and uh, now what's interesting as well is that the company seemed to. Go, like Swimco doesn't wholesale products. It's it's a retailer. No, yes, we're all retail. Yeah, we never. And in fact, people used to think, oh, your mom must have been, you know, made swimwear. You know, I remember when you guys made swimwear, and we said, no, no, we've never made swimwear ourselves. Um, we've always bought it from somebody else that's manufactured it. And um, we do have our own brand, which is called Anara. But again, we're not manufacturing experts. We're not manufacturers. So somebody else is manufacturing it for us, a third party. But um, yeah, we've never, we've never pulled out sewing machines and sewed anything. It's always been bought from um, a branded supplier. Yeah, so you'd be the retail experts in swimwear, which is terrific. That's right. In terms of, um, do you, have you seen any recent challenges coming down the pipeline? I know that consumer, t- sh- you know, tastes are shifting. Um, you know, there's certain, I guess, you know, challenges to the industry. We're seeing some retailers closing. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the challenges and opportunities that, uh, you know, Swimco has at the moment. Sure. Well, I think um, for us in terms of challenges, we are unfortunately very tied in with weather. And especially in the summer. And of course, it's completely 
out of our hands. And um, but just the nature of our product. So we are always hoping for hot, dry summers and cold winters so that people because Canadians do travel, they you know, that is that it's a great opportunity. And it's always been a good thing for us is that is that that sacred get away from winter kind of vacation um, is is very, very important to Canadians. Um, so, you know, and, and, and I think online is double is a double edged sword. So it's, it's a great thing and it's growing very quickly, but it also opens up the world to everybody. So, you know, our challenge is we're not in, you know, we're not the 999 swimwear that you can get from Asia in a week. Um, we've just found it to be really poor quality and really ill-fitting. And so for us, we're going, okay, that's, that is what we are not. Um, we are about, you know, having something that really feels great on. And our sweet spot is the customer who's maybe a little bit older. Their body is starting to change. They might be a new mom or they might be somebody that is older than that that just goes, you know what, I'm I'm a little bit more self-conscious of my body and I want to look great and I want to go on this holiday and go on a beach or go in the pool and not feel self-conscious. So that's our sweet spot. That is where we guide um, our customers through that so that they can just go on and have those most amazing experiences without thinking, am I falling out of my suit? Is it transparent? It doesn't feel right. I don't feel good. And, uh, and, and not making the most or not even going on a vacation because they're, you know, women in particular are just so self-conscious of their bodies. There's just so much of that. And we just want to say, you know, just come with us. We'll hold your hand through this process and you'll actually have fun even before your holiday, and you're going to feel so good when you leave. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, a huge opportunity for us. Uh, and really it comes down to the experience. That, that's the challenge, actually, because, you you know, we're not a self-service. In, for us, it's not self-service. It's very service-intensive. Um, so, you know, you need really great people that are driven by our purpose and share that same thing of wanting to help people and getting that intrinsic uh, high from, I just had such a great day because that lady that was, came in in tears left feeling so great about herself. Oh, that's terrific. And uh, it is about the experience. I mean, that's, I think, the future retail generally. It's terrific. That Swimco, yeah. I think, is kind of on the forefront of that. Yeah, you know, it's really been our base all along. It was my mom making friends with, they started as, as customers, and then they ended up as friends because of the relationship. And and I I just personally firmly believe people want that sense of belonging and don't want the to be anonymous. You know, I always joke and tell everybody, but whenever I'm in a city and I don't know anybody, I just go to Starbucks just so someone calls my name. And, uh, and, and that's how I feel. And I think it's sort of a basic human need is that, that contact with people. 
and that feeling of having developed a relationship. You now have a friend in that store. You've got your, you know, they talk about you got your guy mm-hmm. in our stores. You got your gal that's going to, that is your go-to to say, she understands me, she gets me, and she went through the store and she found that product for me with that I could never have found on my own. And, and that's where, that's when, you know, we're, that's what jazzes us. That's what we like to do. Oh, excellent. I'm having a look at the website and uh, there's actually a broad range of products available for adults and children. And tell me a little bit about yeah. how the, the product selection has kind of um, morphed over time as the company's uh, progressed. Sure, sure. So about 20% of our product is geared at guys. And we have, just as we do in women's, we've got a variety of age, age ranges. And so there's 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 product for the you know, I want to call him a Tommy Bahama guy, but a little bit, uh, a little bit older, a little bit more disposable income that is is going on a cruise with his wife, or going to Palm Springs or Florida, and then we have the younger guys that I always see on our dock at the lake. You know, the 28 to 30 year old that wants a little bit shorter, short. Um, and a little bit trendier product. And then women's is, is our, is our, the major component, uh, our major customer within that we've got, you know, three main customers, uh, a little bit younger, uh, middle and, and we don't, we put ages to it. We just sort of do more of a, of a, you know, this person is going to travel this time of year and here's what she's looking for. We've got, and we name them and, you know, you can sort of address your product. So we've got um, swimwear that they would want plus their resort wear accessories that they would want to take away. And then we've got children's and children's really goes, you know, it's, it's more important in certain locations and at certain times of the year, because um, as we've seen the marketplace evolve, children's can be found in a lot of places in the summer. And then, but it's more right now where uh, the whole family is going away. And especially for sun protective swimwear for children, super important and not all that uh, available in, in the marketplace um, in the winter time. So we, we evolve our product mix based on what's going on out there and what our customer is looking for where does the opportunity um where does the opportunity uh live for us and because we only have so much space in our stores and really always have to be looking at that and saying you know if this isn't selling why well maybe it's something that just isn't important to the customer anymore maybe they've morphed over here or maybe this is just more important type of product like sun protective swimwear and uh or modesty swimwear, which is more full coverage. Mm-hmm. And um, looking to the future of the company, uh, do you think something like a U.S. expansion uh, might ever be in the works for Swimco? I don't know. You know, I've just I've always heard such horror stories. I think uh, for us, I think there's still more opportunity in Canada, and you know, it's not to say it's it's not off the table, but it's certainly not in our, in our short-term thinking, short to midterm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just, and I, I think you'd have to be just as we're, you know, you learn the nuances across the country as you have stores in different and in Canada, there's, I mean, between all our stores, there's more similarities than differences 
But there are differences. You know, you look at Saskatoon and and you've got a lot of farmers and they go away in the winter and they're super busy in the summer working. So, you know, it kind of flips a little bit um, in terms of busy seasons and things. So uh, we, we you certainly have to do your homework very well uh, to do um, the IUS expansion. That makes a lot of sense. And even, I guess, the customer in, say, Vancouver versus Calgary uh, would, you know, Vancouver, I guess, would be more of a beach city. People in Calgary may travel. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. It's very true. And even stores like Cross Iron, which is up by the airport, draws in a lot of people from Airdrie. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just got these little pockets of nuances. So our buyers have to get to know each store and those particular nuances of what is that marketplace. You know, it's super fun. We were in Ontario last week and we were standing outside our new Upper Canada store and we we're just watching all the mums with strollers. Like, it's amazing. And, and you could see the, coming in, what are they looking for? Little girl suits, baby suits. Um, and um, whereas we, you, I could stand outside another store and definitely not see that. So it really is about, about, and that's one of our advantages. We're only 25 stores. We're not 200. So we can get to know the customer nuances in each of our stores and really and target the product, tailor the product to them. And do you find a difference between street front locations versus shopping center locations? Well, you know, it's funny we do because we we find street front locations even more weather influenced. Hmm. So, you know, just, it just adds the environment. If it's a poor, if it's pouring in Vancouver, you know, Granville's going to be like, Oh, it's really raining. (laughs) You know, (laughs) whereas, whereas a mall, people might actually just go there because it's raining. Uh, So it, it's, it's a little bit different. Yeah. I just think it's really, you know, we, we, just keep coming back to why we do this and you know we we just did a really great exercise with uh, an external marketing branding expert who we've had a relationship with for years and years and years and we just said you know we just like to touch base on it and 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 work with you and, and you know as we're starting the year and thinking of initiatives and everything and really what just it just continues to percolate and and is is just the helping people and and that's where we know that you know where we get our best people that to come and work with us and what turns us on even in head office where you're removed from the customer is sharing the stories and the feedback from people that just say and it always goes i was dreading buying a swimsuit and then name insert helped me so much it was the most amazing experience i feel great and you go nailed it that there that's our purpose that's what we set out to do and we did it and um it's 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 so it's not rocket science it's just um helping people and our product is the swimwear but the product's not the first thing it's this this whole taking care of people and helping them through that and they leave uh, to go have that and, and, you know, we're a family business and my boys grew up going on photo shoots when they were like six and nine years old and thought every family did this with models and photographers and we ran around the beach and took pictures and, and that. And, and we've always, as a family, loved 
going away, going somewhere warm or going to the lake and having those most amazing experiences. And so that's what we're trying to allow everyone to do and, and not let hangups about how you look in a swimsuit get in the way of that. Uh, we just see it as it's just, it's the portal to getting to the beach. So um, that's what we're, we continue to be all about. <laughs> oh, excellent. Is it um, challenging to find staff? Cause you would need someone that's, I guess, passionate about the product as well as able to yeah. sell it. I, it is always a challenge because we're very particular. And um, so we're looking for, uh, the fit and the fit factors to say what it's not someone just looking for any old job because they do work hard with us. So it has to be you. If you're, if you're working with us, it has, and I think this is with any job where it really sticks with you. It's not about the money. It's, you know, if it's just about the money, it's not going to last. It's about, does it, does it address a need that you have in your person um, and allow you to fulfill that? And that's where we have the success. So it is, you know, weeding through that. And often people in the stores in particular have what you call a very skinny resume. They, they could be just going into university and not have worked a lot of places. So you're kind of looking through that to find their purpose and, and what, what, you know, what do they like to do? What turns them on? What, what empowers them? And, and, and that's the challenge is to, to find that in each in in people as you get 100 resumes to go through it's how do you how do you find those hidden jewels that are you know when when we do it's just so amazing and our customers are just so so happy so yeah it's such it's not easy (laughs) oh great thank you so much you're very welcome thank you for this opportunity i was really excited to be able to chat with you again And that was the interview that we had with Lori Bacon from Swimco. So hopefully you found it as inspiring as I did. And thank you for hosting it, Craig. But we wanted to remind everyone that we do have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that goes out every morning with a link to the Canadian news from around the web that we've curated from the previous day. But it also has links to our recently published articles from Retail Insider. So if you go to retail-insider.com, you can find the subscribe area to get that email in your inbox every morning. Thank you for listening to this podcast, but please subscribe to be notified when new episodes are published, but also to help boost our discoverability ratings to have other people find us too. And if you feel that we are five-star worthy, please do submit a review to help other people find us through that as well. So thanks for joining us, everyone, and we'll be back for our regular weekly podcast coming up later in the week. So have a good night, everyone.